السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إن شاء الله today we'll just to another hadith which came to my mind إن شاء الله if it's good it's from Allah سبحانه وتعالى if it's bad it's from myself no hadith is bad by the way <laughs> but this is I think uh, I want to share this uh, this thought uh, in accordance with what's happening where we live, in the country where we live, and the world altogether. قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عن أمي سلمة رضي الله عنها قالت يعني سئلت أنهلك وفينا الصالحون فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم نعم إذا كثر الخبث إذا كثر الخبث and there are other ahadith like this. So the Prophet ﷺ, he was asked by Ummu Salama It's a part of a larger hadith. In which the Prophet ﷺ is describing that you know, there will be a group of people who will be, you know, coming to attack the Muslims and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish them. Allah's adab will come upon them. And they will khusifat bihimul ard that they will, you know, go inside a sinkhole in the earth, basically. So, Musalama in another hadith, there is another narration in Aisha radhiallahu similar wording, says, salihun." Will we be destroyed? And they're pious amongst us, righteous amongst us. So the Prophet sallallahu said, "Naam." Yes, this will happen. Ida kathur al when immorality and evil, we become the norm of the day. And as we know, the time and circumstances that we're living in, and the country where we're living in, the world where we're living in, this is the norm of the day. That immorality and immodesty and evil has become the norm of the day, right? So now the question is, you know, and I think this is a good time for us to reflect in the blessed days of Dhul Hijjah. And as a solution, as Muslims, we talk about, you know, we hear what's happening in the world. We hear what happened locally in our state. And we know what's happening in the country. And we see what's happening in the world in terms of violence and uh, evil and vice. So as Muslims, a question should come to your mind and my mind. What can I do? What alternative can I provide for myself, for my family, and the entire ummah at large? Other than just complaining. Right? Which we are very good at, mashallah. Right? So we read the news, we complain, and we cry, and we lament. And then we curse the country that we live in, that our children are growing up in. But is that the solution? Is that the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu it, it is not, right? So what are we supposed to do as Muslims? We're supposed to give positivity and optimism and we're supposed to attract the mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala where there is no mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Where there is khubuth, where there is darkness. In order to eliminate that darkness, what do you do? You light up a candle. In order to eliminate darkness, you cannot push it away. What do you have to do? You have to bring light over there. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent, for whatever reason, Allah knows in His wisdom, you and me <laughs> and our children in this country for a reason. And our intention, and that this is the only intention with which we are allowed to live in this country, or any country which is not a Muslim country. And that is that I am living here so that I can propagate Islam. And my children will become a means of propagating Islam to others. The ulama say that other than this intention, you are not allowed to live in Darul Harb. In, you're not allowed to live in a country where, you know, kufr is dominant. Because now it is going to affect your children and the children after that and so on. So the only intention with which you're allowed to live or migrate to Darul Kufr is with the intention of da'wah ilallah So now if we did not come here with that intention, it is time we need to change our intention. That I am here for preserving the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to spread the deen of Allah in this country and the entire world inshallah. Say ameen. May Allah accept this. Number one. Number two, we have to accept that now when I live here, this is also my country and the country of my children. Hence, I cannot curse this country and say, oh, Allah's adab, you're in America. Well, you're living in America too, by the way. Hello. If you didn't realize and you're saying, ameen, ameen to Allah's adab. Don't do that. What do you have to do? You have to understand that you're supposed to become the light in this dark room where people want to kill themselves and they want to kill others, right? There's khubuth here. There's immorality here. People don't have their sanity anymore. Even though we're living in times of social media, most of the people are in this world are lonely. <laughs> it's the irony, right? It's so, it's so ajeeb. Now you're living in a world where social media is the norm of the day. Everyone is talking about how I have 100,000 friends on Instagram. But that person is the loneliest person on earth. I mean, can you imagine that? The crazy guy who just did in, what he did in Highland Park. He had so many followers online. But he was so lonely that he was so unhappy that he did what he did. So there are a lot of sociopaths like this. What do we do as Muslims? We become part of the solution, not part of the problem. Just complaining and lamenting and crying is becoming part of the problem. As Muslims, we're supposed to become part of the solution for ourselves and the entire ummah at large. When we see a hurricane coming, when we see a fire burning some part of California, we shouldn't become happy. When we see somebody hurting others, human beings, we shouldn't become happy because this could happen to our children. We should become sad. We should feel that I need to make dua for myself and the entire ummah. And I need to attract the mercy of Allah to this land, to this country, to this state, to this locality, by doing my ibadat properly. Right? And I'll finish with this. When a person, and this is subhanAllah, very beautiful hadith of the Prophet when he talks about a person who goes in the grave. When a good person goes in the grave, what does the grave say about that person? The grave says, welcome. I have been waiting for you, right? And now that you have come to me, 
I'm going to show you how I will treat you. Rather, this will be that person that when this person dies, that the ants in their anthills will become sad. And the birds become sad, and the fish become sad, and the plants become sad, and the environment becomes sad. Why? Because this person attracts the mercy of Allah to the earth, to the cosmos, to the land, to the community where he lives, where she lives. Hence, what happens? Allah's rahmah comes over there. And Allah's rahmah comes on the animals and the plants as well. SubhanAllah. This is becoming part of the solution. Right? Not cursing the country. Not crying over others. Not lamenting over others. Make dua for these sociopaths. Make dua for these lonely people. And make dua that our children don't become like that. And if we don't give them time, that's what's going to happen. If we also run behind wealth and, and you know, you know, leave our children alone to be raised by iPads and iPhones and so on and so forth, that's what's going to happen. May Allah protect all of us, inshallah. So it is very important that we become part of the solution. This is a time of Dhul Hijjah in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts our du'as. So we should make du'a for ourselves, our community, our neighbors, our country, and the entire world that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save it from violence, inshallah. And we also, you know, one, uh, one of my teachers, Sheikh Amin Damad Barakat, who, he, he recommended this beautiful adhkar that we should said, read Surah Al-Quraysh 11 times and Ya Salam which is the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 313 times, and send salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu 11 times. So all of these things, just these are just recommendations. Another, fasting, giving qurbani in the name of Rasulullah sallallahu in the name of, you know, uh, extra qurbani and sadaqah, because sadaqah, as sadaqah tutfiqo ghadab al-rabb, sadaqah and charity takes away the ghadab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Doing good deeds, doing your five salawat on time, right? Do, making sure you re, do your Eid properly, making sure you don't break the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is becoming part of the solution. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us, protect us, inspire us, and make us like the qawm of, uh, what is it, Yunus alayhi salam, right? Yunus alayhi salam qawm is a good example. What was happening? Allah's azab was almost upon them. So much so that Yunus alayhi salam fled before he had to leave. Right? That's a different story in, its, in and of itself. But what happened? When they did istighfar and they did tawbah, what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy came. Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's compassion came and they were forgiven. Right? And the adab never came. So when we see these difficulties and trials and tribulations coming, we need to do what attracts the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon our locality, our household, our community, our children who are going to grow up in this country. Don't we want this country to be safe for our kids? If you don't want it, then why are you living here? Go back. When we're, nobody talks about going back, do we? Then we need to do something for them. If we care about our children, let's do something for them. Let's start by... Helping ourselves and our family by doing good deeds and attracting the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Subhanallah alhamdulillah subhanallah alhamdulillah. Shadu an la ilaha ilaha ta'ala nasafiruka wa natubu ilayk. Subhanallah rabbika rabbil azzati amma wa sayfoon wa salam wa alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Jazakallah.